Topic number three on the road less traveled, education. We are all born with a desire to achieve, to be the heroes and heroines we look up to. We all resonate with stories where the peasant becomes the knight, the pauper becomes the princess. But truth be told, the path from rags to riches is longer in reality than it is on paper. What does it take to actually change your stars? How are everyday people like you and me rewriting their story? Now, education is everybody's favorite topic. <laughs> uh, education is one of those those topics that everybody seems to have an opinion on, um, but doesn't have a ton of <laughs> backup of their opinion all the time. So hopefully I won't get too divisive with this. I'm, I'm pretty opinion about, opinionated about education, so... Hopefully, whatever, I'm just going gonna, gonna to speak my mind and it is what it is. So I, on this PDF that I have, that I, I'll put a link on here, you can download it. But I have on the, on the left side, the, the more traveled road is a traditional education versus on the less traveled road and education through books and seminars. So ed, 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 everybody defines education very differently, right? And so when I say education... Everybody's going to look at that a different so I'm, a different way. So I'm going to help define that, and then that will like help like springboard our discussion or like what I want to talk about. Like and my really bias, like my my biased opinion. I can say a bias, but a strong opinion. I guess whatever you want to call it. So when when I say when some say education, most people think of education as like that traditional institution. You know, elementary junior high or middle school, high school, and then college, right? And then maybe some like higher, higher education after that. Um, most of the time you don't think of the other education, which is like books, seminars, apprenticeships, things like that. So the, I want to like help bring a new definition like of what education is, because I think there's, there's really in America, at least there's two camps. Like I, I, I've lived in Korea and these other places and everybody's all on the go for education camp. It's really interesting. There's very few people like the entrepreneurial thing's not really cool in, in Korea or some of these Asian countries. Education's like very, very well defined and everybody has the same mindset. But in America, we have this idea that there's like, there's almost a, not a war, but this like conflict between like, there's people that are like 100% for education. Like everybody should have a good, strong education. Everybody should go to college. You know, that's the path to success. And there's the, this other camp that's like screw education, you know, like get out, work hard, just like be your own man, be your own woman, and that's how you're going to be successful. And I think both those camps have merit. And uh, even like this is even explained in like the game of life, like the actual board game. It's really interesting. Like the game of board game, they have like you have two paths you can choose. You can either go to college and get some debt, or you can go straight in the workforce, right? Um, and that's like the actual board game. It's like that. That's those two camps, those two like sides of the argument are so well entrenched in American society that they come, they manifest themselves in a freaking board game. It's so funny. Um, so the, the, the pro of the, the education camp, um, and it is losing sway. I will say that like enrollments in college are, are definitely down. Enrollments in masters and graduate degrees are definitely down. Uh, their peak was probably right after the recession where nobody could get a job. So instead of just getting a job, going out in the workforce, Somehow they just took out student loans to get by and went to grad school. I was definitely one of those. Um, but uh, ever since then, those promises of, hey, if you come to school here, you'll get a good job are not being fulfilled as much. 
and on to add on top of that, like a ton of student debt, people are more leery of ed- traditional education. Um, the, the promise of, hey, come for four years, get a good network, get a good, get, get, get some knowledge and skills, go out in the world and, and uh, you'll make a living. It, and whereas a lot of people right now are saying, well, hey, like I can make a good living without the education, without having to learn all these books and stuff. I can just like go to work as an apprentice or, or get a certificate or, or, or short-term degree, like a quick one, and, and make as much money and have just as much freedom without all this debt, right? And, and it's interesting to get like these two people in a room or on a Facebook page because they go back and forth and it's really funny. But um, I think the, the, on the, the I'm not going to say anti-education, they're not anti-education, but the anti-student like, debt, I guess, I, I'll say anti-education camp is oftentimes they focus so much just on working that they, they, they forget the value of actually self-development, self-education. And I think like looking back at some of our most influential historical features, I think they have a really interesting third path that often gets ignored. And then I like in, for example, the board game of life, I wish was manifested, right? And that's, that's the path of self-education and self-mastery. And I, I, I don't think this path gets enough like attention because there's the people just fall either in the, Hey, you got to go to school or, Hey, just go to work path and, and and people just go to work i'm not saying they don't get education but i've noticed that there, there is an aversion to it and so sometimes that like it just entrenches them more and they're like i'm not going to school and i'm not even going to get like i just got to do my my continuing education credits or whatever for my degree my certification that's all i'm going to do right um but the the more i interact with people the more i'm finding out that like the this third path of self-education is really how you find some amazing success stories um it's really what's helped me a lot so I, I did the whole four-year degree, got graduate school, um, actually got a really accepted for a really good government job, turned it, turned it away because I found sales and it was way more money, way more freedom. Um, but within that sales realm, I, I realized I was really behind. And so what I did is I found that like I'm really behind, so I got to catch up with these people. And so I just like dived into the sales like literature in the books and I still do um, because I still feel like I'm behind um, but like I, there, there's people that self-educate and and that like gives you so much the advantage so what's this third path like how does it define what's it look like so um, I'll use two examples so two books I've been recently re- reading of people that are very well self-educated um, I just read the biography of finished the biography of Abraham Lincoln, and I'm finishing the biography of Alexander Hamilton, and and both of these men had no, had, did not complete formal education, um, but both of them we revere as highly educated and even like founding father type people, despite not having any education. And but the, the but you they're not like a traditional education, but if you look at their their the actual output, they're actually work. They were highly educated, right? If you look at Alexander Hamilton, um, he like helped make the fi- the financial foundations, the underpinnings of the American economy, and a lot of and American legal um, constitutional law. And Abraham Lincoln, you know, different time, but no like no less impact in terms of the, the speeches he gave. The, the way he interpreted the law and the impact he had. And a lot of that was due to the fact that he was very well read. 
And so while there's a lot of people that are anti-education and, and sometimes even go to the, as far as like, I'm not even going to read books. Um, and there's some people that are so, you just got to be educated to get second analysis paralysis. I would say that, that there's a middle path where you don't have to do either of those, but you can just self-educate and that will actually propel you further faster than anything else. The, the only hard part is, is like, sometimes you just, you don't have, there's nothing to show for it outside of your results. And that can be kind of hard. You know, it's nice to have that degree and say, Hey, I got the degree from this school and kind of flout it. Um, but I know a lot of people have really high degrees that, that aren't necessarily very practical. So what, what does a self-education look like? So I think at, at, as very foundation, it's a lot of reading. Um, I think, people should be reading minimum 30 minutes to an hour every day. Um, and I, that may seem like a lot, but uh, it it's how you keep relevant. Uh, I think there was a study, I, I actually don't believe this study, but it said like the average CEO reads 68 books a year. I don't think that's true at all. Um, but I think there is some truth that p- successful people are on top of the current literature. And I've, I know in my life, as I'm actively reading, that keeps me up. Now, the cool thing is, is nowadays with our reading, we don't just have to do audiobooks or like physical books. We can do audiobooks and other things as well. And like audiobooks, you can like speed up, you can get through them really quick and, and get like the main message and the content in, in just as like, as, as just as well absorbed, right? So that, that's the first tier of of education. The second one that I found later in life that I actually really um, had a lot, a lot of disdain for was was seminars. Uh, for whatever reason, I grew up um, like again, maybe maybe it's because I had a Korean grandma and that Korean heritage and emphasis on education really placed a lot of a lot of importance on going to a, a normal school, getting like a you know a technical degree and being able to use that, and then but what I found is the best education I get is through seminars and uh, going to at least one or two seminars a year in my field where there are speakers that are invited that are, that are the top of the field and they're actively like pushing the boundaries and, and advancing the, what the relative knowledge that we have, whether that, whether you're in sales, whether you're in engineering, whatever you're, whatever field you're in um, business, finance, whatever, meeting with networking and hearing from those individuals just keeps you so relevant is it's so important and investing in those those the investing the time and the money in seminars is so valuable um i remember like I, when i first got in the sales i read one of grant hardone's books and he actually mentioned that he says i've learned more from seminars than anything else and i was like yeah it's because you're an educated grant you know like can't learn much from seminars and then i actually like i, I got i ate my piece of humble pie. And I think my first one was like, was Tony Robbins. And I was like, wow, that was life changing. <laughs> Ever since then, my, my whole mindset of seminars has changed. And I, I really relish and look forward to the seminars I get to go to every year. And I just recently went to ClickFunnels. It was just, it was so good. Good to network me with people. Good to be there and learn, learn so much how I can apply that in my business. And they, they definitely like, Way, pay way better um, return on investment than what you invest or their return on investment is way, way worth it. The money you spend on them. So uh, those are like two, I know those are like simple suggestions and I know there's nothing like revolutionary in those. Like that's like, I'm sure you've 
thought or done that before, but um, the the hard part is is having the discipline to stay relevant and on top of it. You know, when you go to school, like a traditional school, you have deadlines, you have homework, you have like this social pressure to get things done so you can get that A or that B or the, the good, a good grade, right? Um, when you're focused on just your work, you have the pressure of, hey, I got to, you know, satisfy the, the demands of my employer. I got to, you know, help my customers out if you're a business owner. You got to, you know, provide for your family. So there's that pressure. So it's really hard to prioritize the education. But I, I know in my life, as I, as I set aside at least an hour every day, and it's not just one straight hour, it's, it's usually like 20, 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes a night to self educate, to go through seminars, to go through courses that's where I get the most relevant information and I learn from experience. Um, I guess in the Alexander Hamilton book, actually there's this quote that Alexander Hamilton says it's about Americans. He's like, Americans, we have, we have, there's an aversion to learn through, uh, through other people's experiences or something like that. He says it more formal than that even, but um, I think sometimes people don't want to take the humility to learn from others. And like, why not? Like, why not? take someone's years of experience and condense decades into days. That's something Tony Robbins says all the time. And then that just makes us so much further ahead. So I guess my suggestion is, and this is not really a suggestion, it's just a reminder to make sure you're staying on top of your own education. And uh, that's how you, that's how you learn from, that's how you get on the shoulders of giants and learn from them and, and move forward.